Live from the scenic city, it's Chattanooga, Tennessee. Main Street Sports Today comes to you from the 2023 Blue Cross Bowl State Championships. Coverage from Finley Stadium and Davenport Builders brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans, don't let fans drive drunk. Friday, welcome in to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. This is the Main Street Sports Today Roadshow, fueled by Fast Stop Markets. I'm Chris Yao, he's Mo Hatton, and we are live from Finley Stadium here on the concourse of Finley Stadium. Thank goodness, because the rain is here and there, not everywhere, <laughs> but you know, and we would not be here if not for... Again, the folks at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, thanks again to them for sponsoring this coverage from the Blue Cross Bowl. Mo, it's Friday. We've crowned four state champions, five to go. Should be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, now that we've gotten the first game of today out of the way, these others should be a bit more competitive. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, certainly hope so, uh, because uh, competitive is important. It is. And it's what you want to see when you get to the state championships. You, you want everybody to feel like they've got a chance to win a ball. There you go. Realistically. That is, that is the idea and the hope. We've got a good show. Mark Reeves is going to join us here in just a few moments, and uh, he's going to talk to us a little bit about the Blue Cross Bowl and Chattanooga and the 2023-24 school year and just whatever else comes up because, you know, when you get a chance to talk to the executive director of the Tennessee Secondary Schools Athletic Association, you, you don't want to waste it. That's right. So and we'll see what we can get out of it. Looking forward to that conversation. We'll have him here in just a few minutes. We'll also talk of course terry mccormick at three o'clock uh, get your daily titans report probably won't get a chance to see mike keith again actually definitely won't but uh he's yeah back yeah, in he, he's Nashville not on the premises and, yeah. and, and but uh but we will get a report from terry mccormick and we'll also talk with state champion christian patterson peterson christian peterson i just saw nick a minute ago and that's mm-hmm. not, yeah. christian no peterson of Middle Tennessee Christian. They won the Class A state title yesterday, did the Cougars, and we'll talk to him about this season, what it meant to him in his first year as a head coach to get to this point and secure the gold ball. So all of that coming your way. Of course, we've got college football picks. We've got 10 conference championship games, so we'll pick those. That worked out nicely, huh? It, 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 it did. The only problem is that we don't have a bonus. We'll have to, we'll have to come up with a prop bet for the bonus. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, looking forward to it, though. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot to talk about. It's going to be a good show. Uh, but, yeah. So let's get into it, man. We've got yesterday's results and this weekend's schedule for you guys on the rundown. This is the rundown. 
The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip today at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support youth sports across Middle Tennessee. The internet just went out. Hey, we're back. back. There you go. Okay. Middle Tennessee Christian 28-13, as we just said, winners in the Class A, uh, Division II Class A state title. In Division II 2A, it was CPA 35, Boyd Buchanan 13, and in AAA last night in the nightcap, it was McCauley 34, Baylor 28. Earlier this morning, Alcoa completed its ninth straight state championship. Tenth in 11 years. Tenth in 11 years with a 42-20 win over East Nashville. Girls basketball last night, Clarksville Northeast 59, Fort Campbell, Kentucky 12. It was Creekwood 58, Hickman County 23, Macon County a 101-11 to winner over Glencliff. Good Pasture 59, Harpeth Hall 48, Stewart County 54, Joe Burns 35, and Shovel a 65-41 winner over Giles County. In boys basketball on Thursday night, Kane Ridge defeated Martin Luther King 68-59. Creekwood down Hickman County 56-40. Davidson Academy defeated Franklin Road Academy 66-46. Joe Burns with an 84-38 win over Stewart County. Laverne defeated Clarksville 64-50. It was Summit 76, Forest 50, and Giles County 71, Shelburne 47. Men's basketball action on Thursday. Rust with a 64-60 victory over Fisk, completing a doubleheader sweep as the Rust women defeated Fisk 72-58. Also in women's play, Lipscomb went on the road and defeated East Tennessee State 68-45. And on the ice, seven, no, six, right? Six. It was six. The Predators' six-game win streak was stopped rather decisively by John Hines and the visiting Minnesota Wild. 6-1 at Bridgestone last night. Tough night for the Preds. Football action, Blue Cross Bowl Class A state title is probably kicked off at this point. Uh, no. No. South Pittsburgh won the toss and deferred. So <laughs> South Pittsburgh McKenzie coming up here in just a moment. Paige, uh, you can see it on my TV 30 as you can all of these games. Paige will take on Knoxville West at 7 tonight here, 6 Eastern. o'clock Central. Right. And at 10 o'clock Central tomorrow, Pearl Cone and Upperman. Uh, 2 o'clock, it's East Robertson and Decatur County Riverside in Class 2A. And in Class 6A, it's Houston and Oakland at 6 p.m. Again, all those on my TV 30. Tonight, high school basketball doubleheaders. Columbia Central is over at Blackman at 6. Springfield is at Brentwood at 6. Clarksville Northwest welcomes Rockville. Middle Tennessee Christians at Columbia Academy. Creekwood go uh, plays host to Gibson County. Marshall County is at on the road at Cullioca. Zion Christians at Dixon Academy. Communities at Eagleville. East Robertson plays host to Clay County. Independence goes to Fairview. Providence Christian goes to Franklin Road Academy. Glencliff at home against Overton. Hampshire welcomes Riverside Christian. And Martin Luther King is at Hunter's Lane. That Providence Christian at Franklin Road Academy game is a 3.30? Oh, I guess it is. Other 6 o'clock starts for hoops doubleheaders include East Hickman at Kenwood, Cane Ridge at Laverne, Antioch at Lawson, Lebanon hosting Mount Juliet, Donaldson Christian going to Liberty Creek, Loretto in the first 
game in their new gymnasium will host Hornersville. East Nashville goes to Maplewood. Houston County is at Montgomery Central. Minus those football players that have been walking around here all afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mount Pleasant hosting Richland. Beach is at Oakland. Santa Fe goes to Perry County. Gallatin is at Portland. Republic is at Kirkwood. Stewart's Creek is at Riverdale. Lawrence County and Rogers are not playing. Apparently, there is an issue with the Rogers Gymnasium, so that game has been canceled. Um, Siegel is at Shelbyville. Nolansville is at Spring Hill. Station Camp hosts Hendersonville. West Creek travels to Stewart County. Stratford taking on visiting Knowledge Academies. Collinwood is at Summertown. Harpeth goes to Sycamore. Summit is at Upperman. That's interesting. Lead Academy is at Valor Collegiate. Pearl Cone is at Warren Central, Kentucky. That's also interesting. DeKalb County is at Watertown. Westmoreland hosts Cheatham County. Murfreesboro Central goes to White County. Greenbrier is at White House Heritage. And Joe Burns travels to Whites Creek. All of those are doubleheaders. All of those start at 6 o'clock. Tomorrow, doubleheaders at 2 o'clock. It's Middle Tennessee Christian at Ezell Harding. And Nashville Christian welcoming Kirkwood. At 6, Davidson Academy goes to Battleground Academy. Smyrna will be over here at Chattanooga School of Arts and Sciences for a 6 p.m. local tip, maybe, uh, and a 5 p.m. In Smyrna? Smyrna tip, yeah. And then Lincoln County will be at Loretto at 6. Girls basketball action tonight. Harpeth Hall is here. Uh, No, GPS is here. Yeah, that's right. Girls preparatory school is right here. So 4.30 tip. Locally here in Chattanooga, 530, uh, sorry, 5.30 here, 4.30 back home. That's very confusing for me. Uh, Webb School is at Pope Prep at 6. Green Hill welcomes Wilson Central. And Smyrna is at FC Boyd at 6 tonight. Tomorrow, girls only. Green Hill at Marshall County, Kentucky at 10.30. At 11, Rossview takes on Warren Central, Kentucky. I'm assuming that's at Marshall County. Uh, Merrill Hyde is at Pope Prep at 2.30. They're going to play quick. Yeah. Central Kentucky and, well, they may have more than one gym. gym. Uh, Central Kentucky and Clarksville Academy at 3.30. Again, probably at Marshall County somewhere. Briarcrest at Lipscomb Academy at 5. And Webb Schools at CPA at 5. Boys only games tonight. Tennessee Heat is at Montgomery Bell Academy. That's a 6.30 tip. At 7.15, Nashville Christian is at Hume Fogs. At seven seven thirty, Smyrna is at uh, FC Boyd. That's not, that's not boys only. I just missed that apparently. Apparently, okay. Um, that's a doubleheader. Starts at six. At seven thirty, Foundations Christian Academy is at Mount Juliet Christian. On Saturday, boys only. University Heights of Kentucky plays Page at two o'clock. We're not sure where. Uh, University School of Jackson is at Pope Prep at five. And time undetermined. Tennessee Heat plays Liberty. Uh, Lips. One of them. No, no, no. <laughs> neither of them. Tennessee Heat plays Livingston Academy. We don't know where. We don't know when. How's that? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, college basketball. Is this tonight? It is. Fisk is at Tougaloo. Women at three, men at five. Uh, men's basketball today. Uh, I guess this is going on right now. Valparaiso is at Belmont. You can see it on ESPN Plus. At 3 o'clock on ESPN Plus, Lipscomb is at UCF, University of Central Florida. At 4, 
on ESPN+. Plus. Alabama A&M is at Memorial Gym taking on the Commodores of Vanderbilt, who badly need a victory. Austin P is at Tennessee State. That's a 6 o'clock tip on ESPN+. Plus. And at 6.30, Ankle biters. the Terriers of Wofford <laughs> take on the Blue Raiders of MTSU in the Glass House. Again, that one's at 6.30. It's on ESPN+, Plus as well. Saturday at 1, Trebekah is at Northwood. Women's basketball tonight, Tennessee State's up at Cincinnati at 5 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Tomorrow, Simmons College of Kentucky is at Cumberland at 11 a.m. Austin P. goes to Mercer at 1 on ESPN+. Plus. Sunday, the Lady Texters of La Tech are at Memorial to take on Vanderbilt at 1 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Tennessee State's at Akron at 1 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. At 2 o'clock on the Plus is Middle Tennessee State at Belmont, but is at the curb, so just go. Ohio State is at Tennessee at 4 o'clock. That one's on ESPN on Sunday. Uh, NBA action this weekend tonight. The Grizzlies are at the Mavericks of Dallas at 7.30 on Valley Sports South, and they will continue the road trip at Phoenix and the Suns tomorrow at 9 o'clock on Bell Sports Southeast. Both those games are on Valley Sports Southeast. They are. What it's worth. NHL, Valley Sports South. Tomorrow. I don't think this is right. It's uh, Buffalo welcomes the Predators at 7 o'clock and in NFL action on Sunday. At noon, it's the Colts and the Titans on CBS. That's not right. Preds are tonight? No. Preds play home tomorrow at 4.30 against the Rangers. Huh? That is wild because I looked at the same no, thing. No, it's not I wild. Looked, that was last night. I, I, literally looking at the same thing you were looking at. But that's, huh. Sorry, that's Sunday. They will be in Buffalo. Yes. Okay. Preds tomorrow at home, 430 against the Rangers. Then they're at Buffalo. Why would you not just play it at the Rangers in anyway? Anyway, did you get Colts Titans? I did, so that's it. That's your run. That's your run. Class 3A state title has been awarded, Mo, and that is our top story brought to you by our friends at Piggly Wiggly. I'm very, what are you asking me? I'm asking you if that's our top story. Oh, yes. We have both of them. Oh. We got, we got time to get to get both. Uh, Alcoa, 42-20 winners over East Nashville. And it has been... It has been... And maybe this is a, a Middle Tennessee thing only. But a lot, lot of folks, a lot of folks clamoring for... Alcoa to give up do, do the right thing to, 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 to give up the the, the is up and to give it up and, and and move to a new classification whether it be 4a 5a doesn't matter nobody cares it just shouldn't be 3a anymore your thoughts my thoughts yes I mean it's got to be Alcoa's decision. I would love to know why it is that they persist in staying at 3A. I mean, I don't know that we're ever going to get an answer to that question that would satisfy those of us that would like an answer. But 
it feels like a discussion should be had. I, I mean, if you win nine consecutive state championships and it's not at the top level, what what are you accomplishing? I think that's the big question, is why? I mean, what, why is it so important to you to be in Class 3A? Yeah. I mean, well, because, you could move up and not it, – it doesn't penalize any of your other sports. You can move up in football only. Yeah, I mean, considering the fact, yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, that would be my question. What are you, what are you accomplishing? What are you getting done? Why is it so important to you to be at three? What's, yeah, I think that's that's the question. But, that, but I, I, respect to them. Ultimately, it's their decision. If they want to stay and continue to be a big fish in a small pond and continue to dominate at three A. Hey. Well, and, and, and if, if beat them, as someone as some have said, get better. Yep. Yeah. And look, I get that. Some I, on this show. I get yeah. that. Look, I get that. I get that thought process, but I also feel like at some point there is a competitive imbalance because of the success that Alcoa has had, it is a natural recruiting tool. And if you're going to sit and, okay, but I understand. <laughs> but if you're and if you're going to sit here and tell me that Alcoa winning nine straight state championships and Maryville not having been in four years isn't correlated, it absolutely is. You know, it's a great theory. I'm just going to say I don't know how you can sit here for three three hours away and make that and and say that. But well, okay. I mean, I know people who cover those two schools. Oh, okay. And so, I'm telling you that there's a correlation. Okay. I'm and, not going to argue with you because I don't know. The problem with that is the same thing that you see in Middle Tennessee sometimes. I mean, the transfer portal was wide open from Oakland to Lipscomb Academy this year. See how well that worked. And, but, but why? I mean, we've we've got to find a way to to restrict kids. Kids and their families are making what they feel like is the best decision for them. And is that? But is that the best decision for high school football in the state of Tennessee? As a whole. I guess it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, if I mean, I'm a kid. There's not any one thing that high school football in the state of Tennessee is trying to get done. It's a multifaceted situation. Sure. It's got a lot of different apertures, I guess. Uh, there, I mean, a lot of different tentacles. There's a, sure. It's going in a lot of different directions. Not all those directions are good. I don't disagree with that. But I don't think you can legislate everything. Oh, no, either. I'm not saying legislate. I'm just saying I'm talking about as, as, a, as a collective community across the state, mm-hmm. as a, a fan or a parent or a, a, of anything. It just feels like, you know, what good is this doing for kids? This specifically, this Alcoa situation, I, I don't know. Because here's the thing. And this is this is what this is what my guy said. He said, Giles County's gotta be getting tired of these whippings. 
why do they even make the four-hour trip? <laughs> it just seems like it's not worth it. I don't – and I know you can't say that. I mean, the kids kids feel like they have a chance. Coaches feel like they have a chance. They, but the fact is they just don't, and that's unfortunate. It's – you know, and, and at some point, you know, somebody's going to in a quarterfinal or in a semifinal or whatever to say, you know what, we ain't going. There you go. We'll, we'll just deal with whatever repercussions we have to deal with from not going. And then maybe that – Real quick before we get to our next guest, and we <laughs> we will try to shy away from that topic. Or, or not. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, Christmas Sorrow – put out a note from his desk earlier today <laughs> says that Middle Tennessee State has conducted conducted 16 Zoom interviews and four phone interviews as part of the hiring procedure while also going through the vetting process. No more specific information, but it's moving swiftly and he hopes to have someone hired next week, which would be ideal considering the transfer portal opens on Monday. I I think it's good that they are prepared to move quickly. I did not really expect them to move quickly. I hope that they Unfortunately they I, have to. I, I just You're hope that they I, I hope they are not leaving any stones unturned in their haste. That's the unfortunate part is it's not it's not because they want to move quickly, it's because they have to. That's the, that's the unfortunate situation that the December signing period has put on coaches, on athletic directors. Now we've got – and it's putting pressure on kids because they're losing coaches midseason because you've got to fire a guy to hire a guy. And it just – that's something else that I think that was a really discouraging decision from the NCAA. Well, it but made also, sense at the time. But I also <laughs> understand, I also, well, before the transfer portal, I also understand wanting to get kids in school on December 31st for the new semester. Well, and if kids are committing in June, what's the point of why waiting? wait till February to sign? Yeah. I get it. There's just a lot of things, you know, that, that it's, there are unintended consequences to every decision ever Absolutely. made. And we, can, and we can pick apart every one of them. Ultimately, that's just that's the world we live in. You got to work within those parameters, and Christmas Sorrow appears to be working within those parameters. And so, we'll see. We will, in fact. We'll also see Mark Reeves on the other side of a break, uh, talking TWSWA with the executive director. So stick around here on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We're back to the Lee Company Studio and the Blue Cross Bowl. Thanks to our friends at Tennessee Highway Safety Office. On the Roadshow, fueled by Fast Stop Markets. Back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. With Lee Company Technology, the best handymen are hands-off. 
Lee Company Techs have been using visual findings and other smart technology tools for years to add transparency and virtually take customers along. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on a roof. With Lee Company, technology helps us help you, no matter what's happening in the world or at your house. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. Custom Stone Handler supplies over 600 distributors and suppliers with quality stone products. Along with River Stone, we produce and distribute over 100 building, landscape, and other bulk products. Our goal is to provide quality products, service, and partnerships to ensure our customers' success. We firmly believe that the measure of any person or company is how they treat other people and customers. Give them a call at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service, and our ortho quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. We are back here in Chattanooga, the scenic city site of the 2023 Blue Cross Bowl State Football Championships. And, of course, we are here thanks to our friends at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We are always excited, Mo, when we get a chance to talk with uh, the, the the important people here in Chattanooga. And we have... One of the most important folks here with us, and that's the Lake Executive Director Mark Reeves. You know, I like I like qualifiers. There's a place for qualifiers. I don't think he's one of the most important people. <laughs> yeah. I think he is, as as uh, designated by his title, TSSAA uh, Executive Director don't know about that, Mark now. Reeves. I don't know about that. Yeah, Mark, we didn't necessarily bring you on here to talk about this, but... It's an elephant. And it is an elephant. And, and in our last segment, we were discussing Alcoa 42 East Nashville 20, nine straight state championships in Class 3A. They're really good. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> and they, they have they, been for a long time. They are really good. 7 over West earlier this year. I mean, Defeated they're really good. 6A Ravenwood in the opener this season. Um I don't know that you and the Alcoa administration can get together in a room and you can say, hey, why don't y'all do X? But, I mean, is there any discussion of addressing that? Well, it depends on what you mean by addressing. Discussion? Uh, <laughs> depends on what you mean by addressing. 
now I would say this, um, you know, they do it the right way. Um, I don't think anyone would question the integrity of Josh Stevens and the program that he leads at Alcoa, and I could give you a lot of examples why uh, we believe that. So uh, they're doing a phenomenal job. Now, when you look at some other states around us, you know, do they do things where they take success into consideration for, for lack of a better term, relegation? Mm-hmm. Folks mm-hmm. Up? Yeah, there are some folks out there that do that. Um, has there ever been discussion in Tennessee of doing something like that? Uh, you know, I'd say the answer is yes, because that's going on right now in Division Two, in Division Two football. Our board of control charged us with looking at, uh, you know, maybe a way to look at classification where we're looking at factors other than just enrollment, specifically success. And Much so like have, Alabama has a that point system that puts you into a class. Puts up. you into different classes, yeah. right? So uh, there are there are some states to do that. So um, got a committee that's studying that, and I feel like there's going to be some recommendations that will be coming. Uh, here in the next few weeks and months uh, for our board to consider next classification period. And then if that gets some legs and received well in Division Two, and there's a success factor involved in it, would Division One want to look at it? I think it remains to be seen, but we'd be, we'd be open to that. We could apply some of the same formulas, I'm sure, that would be used Division Two to Division One. So who knows what the future may bring. It seems like there was a time where some of the football programs that are currently in Class 4A were in Class 3A and may still be able to be in 3A from an enrollment basis. Is that accurate? Well, it could be. Uh, yeah, they're doing some schools, and we allow that for schools to be able to play up in classification, and we've seen that historically in a number of sports. Yeah, there's uh, some in Clarksville because of proximity proximity exactly and, yeah and that's a great example you know you had uh you had a couple of new schools that were opening up right. and you looked in montgomery county and you might have had two very small 6a schools enrollment wise or quite frankly that may not have been 6a enrollment right. when the new school opened kirkwood um, but classifications based on the enrollment at which time it was right. taken and so uh, that decision was made by their administration to say you know what we can have a really nice competitive conference together and have a great regular season. We all bump up and play 6A, and I think that was a good experience in Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. Of course, Clarksville High School, 10-0. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> regular so season, they, they, had a they nice, did pretty well. Not, no doubt. Yep. Uh, it's just, um, I think here over the last little bit in particular, just continuing to watch Alcoa just grind folks. And again, no fault of theirs. They're doing it the right way. They've got a fantastic program, have had for a long time. It's just you kind of look at it from the outside looking in, and and we've kind of got the 10,000-foot view from three hours away. But it's like, what are you accomplishing by winning nine straight Class 3A state championships? Why wouldn't you want to test yourself against something or someone else? Well, I can't. I can't answer that right. question sure. for them, but mm-hmm. um, they're tremendous, tremendous program, and you know they would be competitive at at any level. I mean, sure, they have been. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, and that's that's one of the things they do with their scheduling. They schedule Knoxville West. They schedule yeah. Maryville. They schedule Ravenwood. I mean, that, that's that's really where they judge where they are. Right. And I think that's important. And they have a hard time finding opponents. <laughs> yes, level. You know, they they got to come all the way to Ravenwood to get somebody sure. you know, in Milton City to play. They play a lot of out of state. They they've had to travel hundreds of miles to get to football games. You know, they've struggled to get ten games in regular season. And that season wouldn't matter if they were three A or six A. That's right. I mean, it's um, you know non conference opponents, and you know the fact that 
that your overall record is is pretty high on the tiebreaker list. It's mm-hmm. the highest, you know. That's mm-hmm. the, what you're going to look at outside their, your your region record. You know, folks are are hesitant to play those those kind of games. Um, you know, and that's you know that's unfortunate, but I understand that too. You know, it's it's tough. Yeah. Mark Reeves, TWSWA Executive Director, joining us here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Um, as we are here at the Blue Cross Bowl in Chattanooga, and, you know, to this morning's weather notwithstanding, so far so good this first two days. Huh? It's been great. We've had a lot worse, as you know. <laughs> We've had some really challenging days over the years but the last couple of years in chattanooga have been fantastic yesterday was amazing and today's not that bad i'm gonna get a little drizzle but it's not it's not blowing rain in 35 degrees with thunder and lightning we've seen that before so uh you know it could be a whole lot worse right so chattanooga does a great job you know chattanooga sports and they just do they've been over backwards to to make this experience as best they can for the teams that are involved here so you you really you really had some luck along those lines because you were in cookville prior to this experience here in chattanooga this is the third year in chattanooga and it was a fantastic experience in cookville as well for a pretty good period of time the facility might not have been the greatest but that was beyond their control but everything that the city of Cookville and the folks involved with it could do to make it a positive experience. It felt like they did that. 100%. They did. And, you know, they created what we refer to, I guess, now as the ambassador program. Chattanooga has embraced that concept where they grab volunteers that are willing to go out and be that point of contact for schools from the time they qualify to the time they get here and help out with all the things that are difficult in the championship preparation. You know, where are you going to where are you going to stay? Where are you going to eat? Where are you going to have your team meal? Is there some place we can go and stretch out? You know, that kind of thing. And uh, that's that's a lot. There's a lot of logistics to do like that. You've got to do Especially it quickly. Especially when there are 18. 100%. It's, yes, <laughs> it is very, very difficult. And so it takes, a, it takes a village to make that happen. And Cook will kind of set that bar and set that example. And Chattanooga has taken it and run with it as well. And, you know, that's... That's the personal touch that you get from communities that, that embrace these kind of events that you, you really like to see. Well, I'm glad Chattanooga has embraced the ambassador concept because it's clear that they did not embrace the cinnamon apple cider concept in <laughs> yeah, the we, media room. I, I, I don't think that Cookville is sharing divulging that recipe. That, recipe. Yeah, I that, think that, that could be. Too. If you want that, you got to come you here. Gotta come it could back. be under lock and key. <laughs> uh, I missed that, that stuff, too. That was the best. Oh, oh, that was so good. And we talked about we talk about that on the field. There's a couple of guys that have, that have helped us, uh, Jeff and Luke White, for for years and helping getting the equipment back and forth. Luke White, former Vanderbilt. No, no. Luke, oh, Luke White. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, oh, Luke White. White. Yeah, he's a, he's a, Luke and Jeff both. They're they're Greenbrier guys. Luke is a teacher oh, okay. and, and the coach at Greenbrier High School. Jeff was a longtime non-faculty uh, assistant, so they come up here and, and help with getting. The, Got gotcha. buses unloaded and all that, and but that that cider that was their that was their go-to. Oh, so man, yeah, we missed the mine cider. too. <laughs> wonder wonder what we can do about that. I, We're gonna I figure it out. I don't. Hey, are you the boss? <laughs> I don't know Work if we can get that, that recipe, man. Work on we, that. Goodness, who we got to pay? Those, I don't know. We got to figure out who those key yeah. players were there. <laughs> no yeah. doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on right now other than? 
this a little bit of football um well we've got a big legislative council meeting this week um you know our legislative council they are the ones who uh edit and amend our bylaws um you know that group meets on thursday we have more proposals from our membership uh i think it's about a dozen i think there's 15 total or so that are on the agenda um that's that's probably double the amount of the largest meeting I've ever seen, um, which is awesome because our what I think that tells us is that our membership are engaged in what the process is. Yeah. If they want to see something tweaked or changed, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and a number of those proposals are originating from Murray County, um, Santa Fe, and um, I can't remember. I can't remember. There's the Spring Hill has a proposal. Santa Fe's got a proposal. But a lot of them. Uh, Stem from John Wallace calendar, authority. But it's a lot of it has to do with uh, sports calendar yeah. changes and, and making some allowances where kids could have more practice and okay. individual instruction and so on and so forth. So, um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting be an interesting meeting. Um, we look forward to it. You know. I've, I've covered the TWSAA for a pretty good while, and from Ronnie Carter to, to Bernard Childress to you, the phrase was always, the schools make the rules. Oh, yeah. And so 15 proposals, again, kind of reflects. They they would like to maybe see some rules, if not changed. Yep. Tweet. That's maybe. right. I mean, we... Uh we, we fight a battle of perception all the time that it's a bunch of folks that are sitting in the office in Hermitage trying to trying to decide what we're doing, and it's really not the case. It's not the way it should be, and it's not the way it is. It's the schools that make the rules, and it goes back to the founding of the organization. We've been doing it for nearly 100 years. It goes back to school principals and superintendents coming together at a conference saying, you know what, we all want to play by the same rules. You know, we got kids that are coming back from the service that are, 20 years old playing football, it shouldn't happen. So we need to all play by the same set of rules. And, you know, 100 years later, we're trying to continue to do the same thing. You know? uh, Can you imagine that now? Yeah. Mr. Carter's got a couple of stories, you know, we've had over the years. Oh, I bet he does. Uh, yeah, I, I think he tells the story of, uh, I, I don't know which school, but it was a long time ago, but a, a wrestler, you know, that wrestling. Of course, everything goes in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a wrestling guy. So. Yeah, you guys know. So uh, uh, as I was a kid, 19 or 20 years old, home from college, and they entered him in entered him in some tournament. Nobody knew it till after the fact. You know, I think he took third, but then he got turned in. They got in trouble. So I, I don't know the details, but you have to ask Carter. Does. Carter does. Yeah. Carter knows we'll, the details. We'll have to Probably check on that. Check on that one. Uh, Mark. Yeah, one of your three games last night was um, the Division Two Three A Championship game between Macaulay and Baylor. Probably one of the best attended games since the Blue Cross Bowl has been down here. A lot of talk this week and in the last few weeks over both of them being boarding schools and the built-in advantage that they have. And it's funny how we always find advantages when folks start winning, but at the same time, the advantage that they have is that on a docket at some point. Well, um, yes, I would say, and and really more from this angle, um, the member schools last year had a proposal that would have removed uh, an exception that boarding schools receive to what we refer to as the residence rule, which basically means 
Um, in order to be eligible, you've got to be living at home with a parent or a person with whom you live with for 12 months, um, unless you <clears throat> are attending a boarding school, in which case it's it's thought of as that's a commitment similar to a bona fide change of residence of a family. I've got a kid that's moving all the way to go to school here, so that's the reason why that exception was given. Um, but what came out of that discussion last year, there was no proposals that actually passed, but there was a, a, a wish for the membership to, for us to continue the conversation, see if there's a way that you could make the rule the same for everybody, the residence rule the same for everybody. Um, and so that will be one of the points of discussion on Thursday with legislative council is do you want us to move forward with some language we could probably come up with it between now and April if you wanted to do something that made the rule the same for everybody. In other words, if, if you had a kid that, let's say I'm a kid that lives, you know, in, in Nigeria that's got an uncle in Tennessee, uh, right now that kid, there's no avenue for that kid to be eligible to come live with my uncle. But I could if I went to a boarding school because of that exception. Well, maybe that rule should be the same for everybody where that kid should be able to come you know, anywhere. So that's the kind of things we'll be talking about next week. It's always good to get a perspective of how how the process works because a lot of people just don't know. Right. And so that's one of the things that we, you know, are, are so, you know, involved in is trying to get our show is not a debate show or a discussion. It's a discussion show about the news of sports and, and how you guys are, are, you know, and what you guys do is so important. And the process of how it works is important for our viewers and the general public to know. Sure. People need to know. It's fine to have an opinion about stuff, sure. stuff, but it's nice when that opinion is based on fact. Right. Sure. And right. we like to give the facts. Sure. So, Absolutely. And, and so we, we hope that, uh, that, that this will shed some light on the idea of, of how things work uh, within the TSSAA and adjust your opinions accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We yeah. appreciate you giving us some airtime for that reason. That's Absolutely. something we've talked about again for the last several years, you know, is how can we how can we educate. further educate the membership, the general public about how this whole thing works. Well the membership you know? probably gets it. It's the general public <laughs> The general public is, is is a little tougher than the membership. But even the membership I'm I'll be perfectly honest with you, I didn't really understand exactly how it all worked. Border control, legislative council, legislative council controls bylaws, border control controls classification, discipline, all that. I didn't really have a, a full understanding of that. I came to work at honestly, you know. Um, so even the membership, sure. it's time well spent when we're able to, to go out and talk about these things. And, and especially today, there are so much turnover. There's so much oh. turnover with <clears throat> administrators and teachers and coaches. Every time that we're out there and saying the same thing, we feel like we might be saying the same thing over and over. But you're saying it the first time to somebody. That's exactly right. That's another Mr. Carter and Mr. Childress wise statement that I heard them say more than once. Don't forget, it's just like teaching. You're coming out of the classroom. It's seventh period. You've said it a thousand times. You've got to deliver the message like it's first block <laughs> because this is the first time these kids have heard the lesson. You know, so it's uh, some wise, there's some wise men that came before me that that certainly emphasize that. No doubt. 
Mark Reeves, Executive Director of the Tennessee Secondary School Athletics Association, joining us here on Main Street Sports today. And we really appreciate you taking some time because I know you got a lot going on. Hey, listen, I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to talk with you guys. Uh, again, appreciate what you all do every day to highlight what some of these kids or all these kids are doing and coaches and athletic directors and teachers. Just appreciate what you do, man. They, and I, I, they're I know, doing it. I know it's been a tough weekend for you because I know that there's a lot going on back in Robertson County that you have and are missing. So, um. <laughs> Well, that's that's part of it. That's part of it. But yeah, I, I stay in tune with what's happening. Of course, I've got one that's that's a junior that's that's wrestling right now. So I, I missed I missed a meet last night. I hate that. You know, I, I miss as few things as possible. And it's one thing about working uh, Tito Bless to Blade. We have an expectation. It's family first. And you know, if you need to leave, you can go do this and that. But uh, this it's kind of tough to get away from this. But um, there'll be plenty more. <laughs> Absolutely. Hopefully, Hopefully. Plenty, <laughs> plenty more conversations with uh, with Executive Director Mark yeah. Reeves here in, on Main Street Sports today going forward. Most likely, again, in Murfreesboro in a couple of months, looking forward to, to basketball, and, and, and we'll get through football first. Though. Yeah, All yeah. Right? So, one thing at a time. We yeah. appreciate you taking time with us here, yeah. and, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Mark. Yep, thank you. That's, uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, more on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We are live from the Blue Cross Bowl, thanks to the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans, don't let fans drive drunk. We'll be right back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Custom Stone Handler supplies over 600 distributors and suppliers with quality stone products. Along with River Stone, we produce and distribute over 100 building, landscape, and other bulk products. Our goal is to provide quality products, service, and partnerships to ensure our customers' success. We firmly believe that the measure of any person or company is how they treat other people and customers. Give them a call at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. With Lee Company Technology, the best handymen are hands-off. Lee Company Techs have been using visual findings and other smart technology tools for years to add transparency and virtually take customers along. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on a roof. With Lee Company, technology helps us help you, no matter what's happening in the world or at your house. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. 
Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the pig. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service, and our ortho quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. He shoots, and he scores! in Chattanooga here on Main Street Sports today. The road show fueled by Fast Stop Markets. Make sure to download the Fast Stop Perks app. Some exciting things coming your way in December. So looking forward to that. If you're a member, maybe some free things coming in the app. So go ahead and download it. It's going to be worth it. You can get up to a dollar off a gallon per gallon of gas with rewards. We are here in Chattanooga, thanks to the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, but, Mo, Chris, it is day two of the Blue Cross Bowl, and and we still have no cinnamon apple cider. We, we still have no cinnamon apple cider, <laughs> but it, it, you know, this is always one of our favorite events. High school football is fantastic, but it also happens right in the middle of non-conference college basketball season. A lot going on. Like we said, the ankle-biting terriers of Wofford will be in will be in middle tonight in the glass house. So yeah, let's, let's hope they don't get any meat. Yeah. Maybe they just get bone. Let's, let's hope. Let's hope they I mean, just walk away. Yeah, because the the Blue Raiders can ill afford to to suffer any any significant wounds at the at the hands of the Terriers. They've struggled enough here. Yeah, they have. In fact, that being said, where do they rank, MTSU, among the 25 NCAA basketball playing schools in the state of Tennessee? The 25 NCAA basketball playing schools in the state of Tennessee. That's Division One, Two, and Three. Division right? One, Two, and Three. Goodness, our friends at Southern Charm Sports. Southern Charm Sports. I'm not familiar with them. I guess I probably should be. At Southern Charm SP, they just couldn't get sports in there. Not enough. Not enough letters. No. But this is their ranking. Atop the list, much to the chagrin of the folks in the West Tennessee, the Vols. Number one, Memphis. Number two, MTSU. Number three, ahead of Vanderbilt. Would you agree with those that that top four? Yeah, I, I, 
I certainly don't have any qualms with one two. I mean, I I feel like one two are one two in either order. Okay. I guess. Three four five. I would jerk think Belmont should be higher than nine. I would 100% agree with that. But um, and TSU should probably be higher than 11. But I mean, I don't have all the information. I mean, I'm I'm just spitballing. I don't well, I mean, have we, wins we losses. Talk- I don't have head to head that kind of thing. But. Well, all of that was taken into account. I'd he, hope. He, 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 he did a good job. I said that he, they uh-huh. did a good job of, of kind of, you know, finding, obviously, Lipscomb's ahead of Chattanooga. <laughs> yeah. Head-to-head head, head does mean something. It huh? does to Southern Charm Sports, and that's why we like them. Yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah, you go down this list, and, I, I mean, all the, all the OV teams right there in the middle, 10, 11, 12, I, I, probably. I'm going to tell you. I'm a little surprised to see, and again, I don't know wins and losses and who's played who. I'm a little surprised to see Lane ahead of Union and Trevecca. Well, you know, I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, Christian Brothers did beat Trevecca earlier this year. I think Christian Brothers a little low. I think Christian Brothers probably uh, ought to be a little bit higher in this situation. Uh, Trevecca, I think that the men's basketball team of Trevecca is trending in the right direction. And so I feel like that's a positive. I don't know if they have done enough to, you know, to overcome some of these, you know, some, some of the teams that are ahead of them. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is a, a, a really, it's a really impressive list, to be honest with you. I'm impressed that anybody would attempt to rank. Division one, division two, and division three all in the same ranking. So, you know, kudos for that. Yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I am glad to see Trebekah ahead of Maryville. Ahead of who? Maryville. You could have, you could have left Maryville off the list, and I'd have been happy though. So there's that. But just pretend they don't exist. You you like you them. you got to put your personal issues aside, man. Well, I, you you, know. you got to be objective. Well, and and they're they're probably aptly ranked, to be honest. Uh, I just you know I look I look at the top ten. I think Belmont is low. Austin Peay's probably about right. East Tennessee State, I'm not entirely sure about. I don't know enough about ETSU to know if seven is a good spot for them. I feel like they're probably a little high, to be honest. I, I'm thinking so. I'm thinking I probably would have put them around nine. And, you know, Tennessee State, though, losing at Alabama A&M in overtime, that was a – well, I guess we'll see tonight <laughs> how that win stacks up against – or how that loss stacks up against Vanderbilt. Right, right. <laughs> that, that, could, that could certainly give Well, not some, even tonight. Later this evening. It's yeah. a 4 o'clock tip. That's so. right, it is. Yeah. It's this afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, I, I just thought I, I thought this was an interesting list, and I wanted to kind of go through it. But I do think Tennessee-Memphis is really interesting because, obviously, there's a lot of tension there between those two programs and the COVID uh, year where Memphis I think that tension's kind of gone away, though, hadn't it? No. No. Because here's the thing. Think about last year if FAU doesn't get lucky to beat Memphis. They play Tennessee in round two. I'm saying the Sweet 16, I mean. Because FAU played Tennessee in the Sweet 16, right? 
So yeah, so it would have been Memphis instead of Florida Atlantic. And you don't think Memphis folks were, were ready for it. Tennessee folks too. Don't get me wrong. Tennessee. Well, I don't know what feels like Penny was running. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't know what Memphis has got to be upset about. Memphis had every opportunity to play Tennessee and didn't. <laughs> so I mean, they didn't. Talk literally. to talk to your boy. You know, <laughs> Tennessee folks feel like Memphis ran away in 2020. Uh huh. And, and and you know, maybe they did have COVID. I don't know. <laughs> but they didn't play. Had the opportunity at Bridgestone, and so I think. You know, anytime those two are at the top of the list, it's you know it's going to be debated heavily between the two. But MTSU and Vanderbilt between those two men, I I, I would love to see the game. I'd love to see the game. Um, just to get an idea. But you know, honestly, I'm just not sure that's a game that does Vanderbilt any good. It does Vanderbilt zero good. It's like Alabama playing UAB. What's yeah. the, what 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 good does it do? So, you win, great. You lose, uh-oh. Mm. Yeah, you win. You're supposed to. It's okay. It, it, okay, it's 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 not okay, but it's better to lose to Grambling than to lose to Middle Tennessee State. Yeah. Whether or not Middle Tennessee State is better at basketball than Grambling or not, that has nothing to do with it. It's just the fact the proximity makes it a better, a, a more acceptable loss. Well. Uh, from an appearance standpoint, now in terms of and obviously maybe a recruiting standpoint, and, but from net and you know sure. tournament opportunities and that kind of thing, but yeah, yeah, you, the, your, the, your point is made. The, yeah, the outside, the, mm-hmm. the fan. Yeah, <laughs> we can take losing to Grambling. We could not take losing <laughs> to MTSU for your rivalry discussion that you had earlier this week. You know, having to deal with those same people. Constantly. You're not running into a lot of grambling things in and around that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they are they are not they are not around. So uh, yeah, all right, man. Looking forward. Uh let's see. Southern here. Charm SP. He's got Alabama rank. I think he did Alabama first, but mm-hmm. he did make some changes and uh I thought that was interesting. He's got Huntington at last, so we're gonna have to have a conversation, but he's probably also Behind Spring Hill? Behind Spring Hill. And and well, Spring yeah, Spring Hills actually ahead of Birmingham Southern too. So which and Birmingham Southern has a long, long, great history of, of basketball success. So that just that hurts my heart. You remember they were D one a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then they went back. Kind of realized that they had bitten, bitten off more than they could chew. Just a little bit. But anyway, looking forward to uh, more conversation about college basketball. There will be plenty especially after this weekend concludes because bowl season is on their way, uh, sort of, as Jacksonville State may or may not have gotten a little premature announcement last night as <laughs> the, the ticket hmm. broker put up a link to the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl featuring Jacksonville State and Louisiana, the Raging Gajans. So... There's that. But, yeah, it's a, bowl season is, is about to kick off this weekend, of course, and we'll talk about those 10 games uh, just a little bit later in the show. Now we're going to take a break. When we come back, Titans with Terry McCormick on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Y'all stick around. <laughs> Shoots and he scores! 
welcome to the 2023 Magical Holiday Home Tour, coming for one day only. Immerse yourself in the spirit of the season as you explore stunning displays, twinkling lights, and charming decorations. The general admission tour of area luxury homes including historic Rosemont and a special tinsel tour of the original Fairview Plantation Mansion. Come and experience the warmth of the holidays by touring spectacular luxury homes. It's an event you won't want to miss. Smiles. These are the healthy smiles of real Delta Dental members. Folks with access to the nation's largest network of dentists and low deductible plans with 100% preventive care coverage, all backed by over 65 years of expertise. Go online or give us a call to learn about affordable individual plans that meet your needs. 1-855-844-0445. Welcome back into the road show fueled by Fast Stop Markets, Main Street Sports today. I'm Chris Yao. He's Maurice Patton. We are joined now by Terry McCormick. It's time now for your daily Titans report. Terry, what's up? And here's your Zen Sports daily Titans report. You guys look cold today. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Yeah, it's a little chilly. You're outside. Uh, yeah. Well, we were outside yesterday, but it wasn't cold. Nearly it as cold. It is cold today. Yes. Hey, the show must go on, right? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh, the show must go on. Uh, it's a chance that Traylon Hurts will be back this week. Uh, he practiced all week. He was limited on Wednesday, then did full work on Thursday and today. And uh, all he has to do is clear the final concussion protocol, and he will be good to go on Sunday. He's officially on the injury report listed as questionable. And Mike Brable did, in a roundabout way, kind of admit that if Burks is able to come back this week, don't expect him to handle a full load because of all the time he's missed. Probably would have you know, a package or two, a set of plays maybe that he's comfortable with, things like that. I wouldn't expect to see 60 snaps out of trailing Burks on Sunday. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've ever – I don't know that I've expected that many snaps or, or, or a full load from trailing Burks since he got here. And that's not – I mean, you know, it's just an unfortunate situation that he's found himself in with injuries. But, but I mean – you would think that any time at all that he can get against the Colts would, would help. So, uh-oh, who we got here? Oh, oh, on this side of the screen. Yeah, very rare that he's yeah. uh, actually yeah. in with us. Yeah. <laughs> Walter's making a cameo. Ow. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, I, I would think any contribution that Traylon Burks could make would, would be a positive for the Titans, particularly in this game. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, the Titans, you know, obviously they have played much better at home than on the road. And, uh, you know, if you look at the schedule on paper and, you know, I'm not trying to sell this team short because, but they have had problems. This looks like the most winnable game remaining on the Titans schedule of the six that they have left to play. Uh, you know, Colts are six and five and, you know, certainly in a lot of the eyes of a lot of people have probably overachieved 
considering that they're rolling with Gardner Minshew in the aftermath of Anthony Richardson being lost for the season very early on. But they are six and five, and if the playoffs were today, they would be in. So, you know, this is a this is a team that the Titans obviously, you know, lost to up in Indianapolis and certainly uh, can't afford to take lightly, even if Jonathan Taylor is not available to the Colts. I saw an interesting tweet, Terry, and I think it might have been from Teresa Walker or Teresa may have retweeted it. I'm not sure, but I don't think Gardner Minshew has won four straight starts at any point in his NFL career. He has won his I last. I did see that, and that's very interesting to me because you know I guess some of that you can be can be expected because he was the quarterback for a couple of years on some terrible Jacksonville Jaguar teams that probably probably didn't win four games period much less four games to, in a row so uh you know when it comes to that you know I, you know it's probably not shouldn't be that surprising but uh you know Gardner Minshew is one of those guys he's kind of he's you know he's not going to ever be confused with Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes when you talk about his physical gifts but he's a gritty guy that goes out there and gives you everything he's got. And the Colts could do much worse than to have him under center, actually. Probably have. They could and probably have done much worse, Terry. And, I mean, what it is about Gardner Minshew is I think he's not necessarily going to win a game for you, but most likely he's not going to lose one for you either. Yeah, that's, that's kind of true. He, he's kind of in that, I guess, that – bridge quarterback group where, you know, he's sort of like uh, Case Keenum and Tyrod Taylor, Jacoby Brissett, where if you don't have a quarterback, you can start him and he'll be okay. If you do have a quarterback, that's a very good backup to have behind you. I think he's kind of fits in that, in that group. Sure. sure. I don't think that Gardner Minshew is going to be a, a career starter for anybody, but he is a very, very capable guy to step into these types of roles, and and he's certainly been successful for the Colts. Now, you know, what this Titans injury report is for Week 13 to mm. this point, the shortest we've ever seen it in the Mike Vrabel era. It feels like. Yeah, it's the cleanest we've seen in ages. You know, I mean, yeah, granted, there, there are a few guys who are on injured reserve that aren't coming back. But for what's available, uh, they don't have a single guy ruled out for Sunday. And that is, that's been unheard of over the past two or three years for this team. There's seems like there's always somebody dealing with something. But uh, certainly a step in the right direction in terms of this team's health. No doubt. Well, looking forward to Sunday, noon on CBS, Titans, Colts. Always fun when these two get together. Terry, appreciate you taking some time with us uh, this week, and we look forward to next week's reports, and hopefully on Monday we'll have a little win to report about. Until then, tell us about Zen Sports. Our partner Zen Sports is excited to launch their first new introductory promotion available to all new customers in Tennessee, the No Danger First Wager. When you sign up for a Zen Sports account, you will receive up to a $1,000 No Danger First Wager. And when you place your first bet in Zen Sports with up to plus 500 odds, you can be reimbursed for the amount of your bet up to a $1,000 maximum within 24 hours if the bet loses. 
Plus, Send Sports has launched a new VIP program for the premier betters of Tennessee. If you think you might qualify, listen up. Zen Sports is hosting a VIP tailgate and game experience this Sunday, December 3rd, from 9 a.m. to noon for the Titans and Colts game at Nissan Stadium. That means food catered by a renowned chef, unlimited booze, and a private room for bet placing and mingling with fellow VIPs. The VIP program is by invite only, so if you feel your Zen Sports play qualifies for VIP consideration, then check out the program details and apply at zensports.com slash VIP. No other sportsbook will offer you a premier sports betting experience with 24-7 top-tier customer support and bigger and better action than Zen Sports. So what are you waiting for? Get going and download their app at zensports.com today. Zen Sports, betting just got better. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 and older and in Tennessee to bet. When you're on the go, you deserve service that's fast, friendly, and clean. You know what else you deserve? All the perks to go with it. At Fast Stop Markets, you can have both. Give yourself an upgrade. Enroll in Fast Stop Perks. Trust us, you'll be shocked at how fast the perks start rolling out. As a loyal Fast Stop customer, you'll feel like an A-list celebrity every time you walk through our doors. You can now shop and earn every time you visit our stores. Enroll in the Fast Stop Perks loyalty program and start earning points that you can spend like cash on fuel, food, and more. You can also earn great freebies, join reward clubs, and most importantly, use your points to get money off at the pump. It all happens at checkout with our friendly staff. Just be sure to use your Fast Stop Perks card or app every time you purchase. You want perks too, don't you? Enroll today and start earning the perks you deserve. Visit your local Fast Stop markets or go to FastStopPerks.com to start earning your perks today. Fast Welcome to the 2023 Magical Holiday Home Tour, coming for one day only. Immerse yourself in the spirit of the season as you explore stunning displays, twinkling lights, and charming decorations. The general admission tour of area luxury homes including historic Rosemont and a special tinsel tour of the original Fairview Plantation Mansion. Come and experience the warmth of the holidays by touring spectacular luxury homes. It's an event you won't want to miss. He shoots! This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. She's on Thinking Out Loud, presented by Regions, and out of pocket with Alyssa Lang. It is, in fact, Alyssa, Alyssa Lang. I'm a little nervous. I'm going to lower the bar for guests now. Oh, no. I'm like, apologies in advance. It sounds like CC Commissioner Greg Sankey. Got that radio voice. I know. It's a good sound. Oh, I the radio too. <laughs> As do we. And then here's the other thing. You guys, you're spot on with the name. Everybody wants to be on Main Street. Everybody wants to be on Main Street. So. And we reach every Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Coach. Yeah, that's it. So Perfect. when you are on Main Street and you are moving, 
Gotta love it. Like you're moving. I was impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad someone... Since 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic, OrthoQuick, helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at mtbj.net or on social media at Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. It is the Roadshow Fueled by Fast Stop Markets. Of course, your Fast Stop Perks app can get you rewards. Download it today and start earning now. Also, we are here at the Blue Cross Bowl State Championships. Thanks to our friends at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Mo, fans don't let fans drive drunk. So just don't do it. It's, it's, it's simple. It's, it is very simple. And, you know, when when we're here at these events, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of work for folks to kind of get us here to get situations like this that we find ourselves in, you know, finding a place to set up and, and do this show. But Chattanooga has been good. The TWSAA has been great. And we couldn't do this, you know, without their allowing us to do so. Mm-hmm. So thanks again to the TWSAA and Mark Reeves for stopping by earlier. Always fun to get a chance to talk with him. So looking forward to this next segment. Uh, Christian Peterson is going to join us and talk about MTCS. Uh, again, yesterday, last night, Macaulay and Baylor over... At least 15,000 fans in the building. I've heard 15, 17, 18, 21. I well, don't know. Here's the here's the thing. Here's the here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Is that once they sell a ticket to the game, they can't sell it again. And so, the Division Two Double A fans, the Division Two Single A fans who were who were here beforehand, may or may not have stayed. But if you watch that game on TV and they say this place seats 21,000, I think there was there was no fewer than 17 in the building mm-hmm. because there were very few seats to be found. There were not a lot of empty seats. Absolutely, we'd like to see the Thank the you, Matthew. We just about to talk about that. Yeah. Man, McKenzie and South Pitt playing a an absolute barn burner out there. Two five total first downs in the first half. Talk about defense. 77 total rushing yards. <laughs> Total. 20, 25 and 52. <laughs> Just flip that thing and reverse it. Yeah, yeah. That's a um, scoreless tie at the half between McKenzie and South Pittsburgh. What an what an incredible. Just like you drew it up, right? Defensive performance in this one, there's no doubt. And, and, and you know, this game was one that we, we, we kind of, we talked about yesterday and, Stephen Hargis, who just walked by, spoke about it. And, you know, I, I feel like this South Pittsburgh team feels like if that's if this is the kind of game it's going to be, they feel like they've got a chance to win it. Right, so. right. Yeah. Um, and the fact that um, 
Camden Wellington did, did play, so that ankle has allowed him to play to this point. Four of ten for 63 yards in the passing game. Only um, two carries for minus three yards rushing. So that Which, may, so I mean when they're protecting him sack, to throw, yeah. yeah. One they're, of those is a sack at least. But, uh, Does sack yardage count in these? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I mean that, that's He's probably having to stand there. Mm-hmm. He's probably not going to be very mobile. Right. But if he, you know, if he has the ability to stand there and they protect him, they're going to like that for South Pittsburgh. So this is this is shaping up to be a great football game. If you're back home and, you know, obviously we'd love for you to continue watching us. But here's the thing: you can watch us anytime. <laughs> We're on demand. Yep. You can catch this next segment and our college football picks at any time. The, uh, the the podcast is going up each day, so you know Justin's doing a great job getting that out. So if you you know you can listen to us, go watch the, the second half of this football game. It's going to be worth it. Class A football is nothing to sneeze at, especially when you get teams like South Pittsburgh and McKenzie. Absolutely, this is going to be an entertaining final 24 minutes here. No question. Still no Coach Peterson to this point, but again, Middle Tennessee Christian yesterday with what a fantastic performance throughout the playoffs you know obviously a really the 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 columbia academy middle tennessee christian game two weeks ago was just phenomenal football game both teams laid it out left left their left it all on the field there uh, at columbia academy so really enjoyed watching that game and enjoyed watching yesterday's game as well because Middle Tennessee Christian took advantage of everything that they had to in order to get another win over Friendship Christian and this time take home the gold ball for the first time in school history. And that's what we like to see, and that's why Christian Peterson is joining us today, first-year head coach. Unfortunately, Coach, it's all downhill from here, or at least plateauing. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I had a bunch of people going, oh, what are you going to do for the encore? I'm like, God. I don't know, guys, but let's just enjoy this one for, for a little bit. <laughs> Coach, congratulations. Coach Christian Peterson of Middle Tennessee Christian joining us here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and & Joint. And, you know, Coach, I, I covered a first-year softball coach who won a state championship, and the first thing I asked her was if she was going to retire. I mean, again, as Chris mentioned, I'm not sure how much better it gets than this, but congratulations to you and into the program over there. That's obviously huge for y'all. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been great. You know, we've had a we've had a bunch of programs get really close. Um, we've got a bunch of runner-up trophies. Uh, you know, we've had a bunch of people feel real good about their chances, and uh, you know, very similarly, we felt good about our chances. And uh, you know, we knew somebody was going to break through, whether it was girls basketball or, or volleyball or or baseball or one of them. We knew one of us was going to get it. And, uh, you know, very blessed, and uh, we were able to pull that one out. You know, you're Mr. Football semifinalist, and that's a, that is a topic for another discussion. Eli White. Wilson. Uh, I'm sorry, Eli Wilson had a phenomenal football game on both sides of the ball, finding the end zone on both sides of the ball. You know, when I watched you guys play both times against Columbia Academy, he was just sensational and no different yesterday. This kid has 
has to be one of the most exciting kids in this state to watch. What's it been like watching him each and every week this year? Oh, I mean, he's special. He's uh, he's one we talk about as you know as coaches that he he makes us look a lot smarter than we are. Uh, we can call play and you know the defense lines up. And we're like, well, it ain't there, and but it's going to Eli, so let's give him a chance. And uh, you know sometimes it makes us look like we've called called a bunch of really good plays, and, and really we just gave the ball to a really good player. Um, and you know he does it on both sides of the ball. Really all year he kind of battled through. He uh, he pulled his ham he pulled a hamstring uh, kind of in camp, and uh, you know so he's kind of battling through that, and we were kind of nursing it through, and then. The first time we played friendship, you know, right after I think it was our second offensive drive, he came over. He's like, Coach, I can't, I can't go. Like, I can't explode. And so, um, really, kind of use him as a decoy on offense, and he could do enough at safety, you know, to to, to stay out there and help us. Um, so to finally get him healthy, really during this playoff run, was huge. Um, he didn't he didn't have a full week of practice this year until we played PCA. That was the first week he was actually able to go Monday through Thursday and practice. And so to see the numbers that he's put up and the performances that he's done and, you know, when he wasn't at 100 percent, you know, this year could have been real special if he had been at 100 percent rocking and rolling all year. Five total tackles yesterday, one for loss. Recovered a fumble, returned to 28 yards for a touchdown, had an interception. 17 carries for 190 yards and a touchdown. I mean, did let's see the interception. Did did he sell popcorn as well, coach, or what? <laughs> yeah, I think somebody uh, somebody wrote that he did everything but drive the bus. And uh, you know, it's really it's, it's kind of been who he's been all year. You know, uh, he can do a little bit of everything. He can go out and play receiver and, and catch routes, and uh, he can go play safety. And, you know, the ball just finds him. You know, he can uh, he can go play a running back. He'll run inside the tackles. He can run outside the tackles. Um, you know, it's just he's a special player. And, again, you know, sometimes we just give him the ball and get out of the way and, and see what could happen. Yeah, that, there's something to be said for that as a coach, coach, to be willing to give it to him and get out of the way and, and let, let a player make a play. I mean, that says something. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about it as a coaching staff when I got hired. It was pretty much like, look, I don't I don't have all the answers. Um, I'm not gonna pretend to have all the answers. Um, I don't think anybody in the room has all the answers. So if we've got ideas, let's you know, let's put it out there. Let's go. And you know, I kind of leaned on our seniors in, in the same way. Uh, been here for three years. I know them well. You know, I know that when they came to the sidelines, the information they were they were saying was good information and. Um, you know, there was a lot of times where we come off from a drive and either one of the linemen or Eli or whoever was like, coach, I really think counters there or coach. I really think we can get sweep. All right, cool. Let's start the next drive with it. You know, if, uh, if the players or one of the coaches feels really strongly about, a, about a play, like let's run it, let's go. And, uh, you know, it's, it worked out for us. Who felt strongly about faking a field goal? For win. Uh, was that not a fake field goal yesterday for the first touchdown, or was it just one of those? No, we don't shoot ball very much, so it looks like who? <laughs> goodness gracious! Yeah, no. Uh, th- so we uh, we had like third and one, third and two, and then uh, we lose yards on third down, 
and uh, we kind of were like, all right, what do we do? And really, it was, again, one of those funds where let's throw it up, see what happens. You know, Yates has done a really good job for us all year. I know it doesn't have the passing numbers some of the other ones have, but every time he's been asked to, to throw the ball, he stepped up and done a really good job for us and got Brooks open on the post, and he put it where only he could go get it, and then Brooks made a heck of a catch. Well, I know you guys don't throw it often, but you guys are awfully efficient when you do. One completion – one touchdown, you'll take that. Much like two weeks ago, on that first drive, you know, you know that you saw you had something deep and 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 hit that first touchdown against Columbia Academy, and so obviously Yates has had a you know doesn't have a lot of numbers to back it up, but boy, when you have a guy who can who you have the the belief in as a quarterback, even in this type of system, it is a load off of your shoulders, I'm sure. Absolutely. It changes how people have to cover you. Um, you know, when, when they know when we spread them out that, you know, we can throw the football or we can run the football. I mean, he th- he ran for if he didn't break 900 yards uh, yesterday, he, he got really close. Uh, for, so 900 on the year. And then, uh, you know, he's he's he developed so well as a passer to be able to threaten you that way, where if you go and try and play con- traditional coverage over us, we're just going to run the football. If you go and, and play man to man, he can throw guys open, and we got guys that can go catch it. And so it made us it made us difficult to stop, especially down the stretch. Coach Christian Peterson, first year football coach at Middle Tennessee Christian, joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Coach, you had served off as offensive coordinator the past two years before ascending to the head coaching role this year. What's this year been like for you as a head coach, making that transition from OC to overseeing the entire program? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, like I said, the, the, we have a great group of seniors um, that really that understand what we're trying to accomplish, uh, that if energy was low at practice, I could you know just go talk to one of them and they can get it fixed. Uh, you know, we again, we talk about it all the time, like, Coach-led teams are, can be good, right? But if we want to be great, if we want to get to where we need to go, it's got to be player-led. And uh, I think our, our players did a really good job of that. Um, it's kind of a whirlwind from, from spring to now. I feel like I blinked and, you know, now we, we're, we're done and, we're, you know, it's over with. So, um, you know, I have great assistant coaches that, that work really hard every day. And, you know, that's, that, that's how you win championships, right? Like the head coach is the guy that sits in on all these – all these meetings and, and talks to all you guys and all that stuff. But, you know, I couldn't do it without all those guys. And, uh, you know, again, it's just been fun. Really kind of took took some time yesterday after the game to kind of let it soak in and, and realize what we what we kind of just accomplished. Because I'm very uh, – I'm a very analytical guy. So, you know, we'd, we'd finish one game and it's like, all right, awesome, we won. It's great. Now we got to go play like a Columbia Academy, right? And, like, they're, they're a really good football team. we got to go figure out how we're going to beat them. And so really kind of after that game, I kind of let myself take a take a moment to to soak it in and really appreciate just how much fun this year's been. Fun. It's a lot more fun when you can take that gold ball back. And I know you guys had your celebration earlier today. What was that like? Just bringing that bringing that energy back into the school. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Best fans in Tennessee. No no question about it. Um, It was loud. We had, you know, in the in the varsity gym had the lights off spotlight going 
um, you know, had had our had our pregame video kind of going on the on the board, had some pictures from yesterday going on our video boards. Um, you know, it's just it's so cool to go to to be at a place where there's so much support. You know, there's so many there's so many people that care. And, uh, you know, it, again, makes my job easy. You know, when we got all these people that support you and, and want to see the best for the kids and everything else, it it's a it's a special place for sure. Well, we are so happy for you, and congratulations once again for taking home the gold ball, first one in school history. And I know that's going to mean a lot to your guys, a lot to, to you, and a lot to your school going forward and looking forward to seeing how you guys you know, take next year on. should be fun. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks for taking time with us, Coach. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Thanks Coach. Christian Peterson, head coach at Middle Tennessee Christian, the Cougars, state champs, Division II Class A yesterday. So we'll take a break. When we come back, we've got 10 college football games to pick, and we'll do that right after this on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint on the Main Street Sports Today Roadshow, fueled by Fast Stop Markets. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. With Lee Company Technology, the best handymen are hands-off. Lee Company Techs have been using visual findings and other smart technology tools for years to add transparency and virtually take customers along. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on a roof. With Lee Company, technology helps us help you, no matter what's happening in the world or at your house. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. Custom Stone Handler supplies over 600 distributors and suppliers with quality stone products. Along with River Stone, we produce and distribute over 100 building, landscape, and other bulk products. Our goal is to provide quality products, service, and partnerships to ensure our customers' success. We firmly believe that the measure of any person or company is how they treat other people and customers. Give them a call at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. 
Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service and our ortho quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. That's right. <laughs> it's Pick'em Time here on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. I'm Chris Yao. He's Mo Patton. We are live at the Blue Cross Bowl State Football Championships. Thanks to our friends at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. And, of course, on the road show, fueled by Fast Stop Markets. Mo? Chris? I know what I did last week. How'd y'all do? Well, you were six and four, as you said. Nice. Seven and four with the bonus pick. Hey, y'all right. Clemson covering seven and a half against South Carolina. Um, Justin was five and five. Okay, five hundred. Come on in. <laughs> Justin was five and five, five and six with the bonus pick because he picked the Gamecocks. Took an L. Took an L. Yes. I was seven and three, eight nice. and three okay. with the bonus pick. That means yes. you took. Did, did you take over? Subtle flex. Hmm. Did you take over? Over. Surpassed the, the record. What? Did you take over the top spot? Uh, I don't know. I did not add up, but oh. um. I thought you. I thought you were two it was, down. It was close. Yeah. I was two down. No, Justin's still in. T- um. Well, let's see. Justin was five and five, so he's seventy-four. No, no, Justin's still on front. Let's go. You, you didn't get the bonus game. Yeah, I got the bonus game. So you went eight and three. Right. He went five and six. That's three games, and he was up two. You're up one. No, he was up three. We're tied. Oh, okay. Tied. We're tied. So where's where's y'all land on this? I'm, I was six and four. I'm you're probably, pretty close, right? I'm I'm a game behind. Mm-hmm. A game behind. Look, it's championship week, man. <laughs> this is good. Well, we still got bowls coming. We got yeah. bowls coming, but it's championship week. We, we're fixing it. I mean, this is exciting. It's Proof. coming right down to the finish. Absolutely. Proof that time travel does not exist. I don't know anything. <laughs> Here's what's crazy. So I picked Louisville. Y'all both took Kentucky. That's right. Justin picked Oklahoma State. We both took BYU. <laughs> um, Justin picked um, Georgia. We both took Georgia Tech to cover. They did. Nice. Uh, you took Florida. Florida. We both took Florida State. That's right. So, so I mean, there were places where we each could have. Right. Kind of made up a little bit more ground and didn't. Like we were, we, we aren't weren't just going with the other person's pick. Right. Yeah. That's how that's how it's gonna go this week. I got a feeling because it's championship week, so there's a lot of games that could go either way. What we'll, you got? We'll start on Friday night at six o'clock. Oh, tonight. 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 Tonight's the six night. Six o'clock. Uh, I, you know what? I don't know if this knows where I am or not. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry. I just mm. don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to give you. Hold on. I can tell you. Hang on. Okay. Six o'clock. Oh, no. That's three o'clock. So it's not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. At a anyway, time in the future. It's tonight. <laughs> New Mexico and Liberty? Yes. I think it's six o'clock Eastern. So, uh, no. 
7 o'clock Eastern. Yes, 7 o'clock Eastern. These are Central Time. 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Eastern. New Mexico State, fresh off of a win at Auburn and a win against Jacksonville State to get to the Conference USA Championship game where they have to travel all the way. Literally the two farthest institutions in Conference USA. In Conference USA. <laughs> New Mexico State, all the way to Lynchburg, Virginia. Liberty, number 24 in the country, undefeated, 10.5-point favorites. Uh, since you guys are tied, I guess we got to flip a coin to figure out who who picks first. I'll pick first. I was going to say I defer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I taking a coin, <laughs> a coin, singular, huh? It's one more than I've got. I am taking the Flames at home. I mean, that's a long trip. How um, long is it? It's forever. It's, long. it's, forever. it's literally <laughs> like Eastern Virginia. I mean, I guarantee, I guarantee. No, it's not Eastern. Well, yeah, it's semi-central. But I, I mean, <laughs> I guarantee you, it's not a direct flight. No, you can't get. It. No. <laughs> No. They have to drive to El Paso just to get to an airport. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> and obviously New Mexico State's had a fantastic season, capped yeah. off by that 31-10 went down at Auburn. That Hufers is still trying to forget, I'm sure, and not being allowed to. But, no. <laughs> you know, jumping up and winning one of those games is something you see a lot. But winning... Significant games in your conference is what really matters, I think, and I'm just not sure that Liberty's going to let that happen tonight. I'm, I'm taking the Flames. Justin? Uh, ten and a half, you said? Ten and a half. I'm going to agree with Mo. Uh, didn't Liberty have a bad game recently? Uh, not recently. Gotcha. No, They've I mean, been, they, they, had they, a, they had a close game earlier. Mid-season, they beat MTSU 42-35. That was the closest they've been, been in the last. Been, yeah. yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I don't know why I thought that. I thought I read that, but yeah, I, I agree uh, with Mo. I think the the hype around that game that they won recently, the New Mexico State, right? Yeah, um, might die off a little bit, and that's. I mean, I, traveling has to take it's just take a into long account. Trip. Yeah. It really hey, is a long trip when it's that long, you know. Absolutely. Uh, Are you taking liberty as well? Justin, I am yes. No, you aren't. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, ten. I think ten is a, is a good number. Solid line. For sure. But I think Liberty puts one on the board late with Caden Salter. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the Flames. Okay. Also tonight, seven o'clock Central, eight o'clock Eastern. This one is in Vegas. Where do they play this game? I think it is. I believe, yeah, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. That's cool. Home of the, the Raiders. Oregon, the Raiders. number five, Oregon, number three, Washington. The Huskies, nine and a half point dogs. Really? Dogs? Dogs. Oregon is the favorite? Oregon is the favorite. Oh, my. By nine and one half That's points. That's a big line. Maybe not, though. I don't know. Oregon scores a lot of points. Yeah. And here's the thing. I mean, Washington, <laughs> we've been saying Washington has not won a lot of games by more than 10 or 11 points, but they're dogs in this. So you you kind of have some points to play with here. If it were Washington, 
a nine-and-a-half favorite, I would take Oregon all day. I don't know that I can take Oregon at nine-and-a-half, so we'll see. What do you got? I'm taking Washington to cover for sure. Uh, I'm going to go possibly to win outright. Yeah, that just seems like more of a money line type thing. Uh, it seems like too easy. So I'm going to go Oregon and run with Oregon all year. Uh, I like their coach since the Deion Sanders game. So, uh, <laughs> 72% of the general public with you, Mo. 28%. That's a lot of points, but we'll see. It's a, it is a lot of points for a conference championship game. Particularly when Washington won it the first time. They did win it the first time right. at home. Mm-hmm. And Oregon missed a field goal that would have tied it. But is that worth 13 points being at a neutral field? Mm. I don't think so. Who would y'all take money line? Money line, Oregon. I got Oregon to win the game. Yeah. But I'm going to take Washington to cover. To cover nine and a half. Gotcha. Okay. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. on ABC. The Pokes and the Horns, who are already off to a terrible start. I don't know if you guys have seen the dead Longhorn on the lawn of a uh, fraternity. fraternity. Not a good look. Yeah, this is not good. The final Big 12 game in Texas history. Can Mike Gundy? Send them out with a loss and eliminate them from playoff contention. That is the question. They'll, if they win, they will certainly cover the twelve and a half. But they certainly they do have twelve and a half points to play with on the line. So Texas is a twelve and a half point favorite. They are, and Oof. this is a fifty-one forty-nine. Yeah, I mean great it, line. Without the the maskering of that cap or whatever, what a long a longhorn I'm assuming. On the fraternity yard, uh, I maybe maybe would have rode with Texas here, but yeah, we're going OSU for sure. Pokes, okay. Chris, um, I'm not so sure. Texas has struggled of late, and so is Oklahoma State for that mm-hmm. matter. <laughs> but I just don't think that either of these teams can win by 12 and a half right. points. So I'm going to go with Pokes. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that I don't think either of these teams can win by 12 and a half. Agreed. I think, I think, I, I don't, half I, point's going to get them. Well, I don't know that this <laughs> is a, I don't know that this is a double digit ball game. Yeah. And so with that said, I mean, I, I think Texas is going to win the game, but I don't think they're going to win by 12 and by 13. To make us feel better. Can y'all throw out some scores like I'll usually do? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, 28-14 is a cover. Helps yeah, me 28, so 17 is not. Thir- 30-22 is not a cover. You know, 32-20 is not a cover. 32, jeez. Right. Yeah. How do you even get to 32 in football? Like you get to 11? Scorgami. Yeah. <laughs> you get to yeah, 11. Yeah, everybody seems to be able to find their way to 11. I don't know what's wrong with 32. <laughs> I don't disagree. Yeah. Oh, man. Mac is at 11 o'clock tomorrow. The Mac, which is getting rid of divisions after this year. I meant to mention that yesterday. They're going to go to four three-team pods, and then I don't know what happens from there. Is it it four pods? I thought it was three four-team pods. No, it's four three-team pods. Okay, so two permanent opponents, 
carry the one. And then gotcha. everybody else rotates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the Mac. I did see that. Return okay. of the Mac. Uh, Miami of Ohio, and I think this is at Toledo. Uh, is it not at Detroit? It may be at Ford Field. It is at Ford Field. Okay. So it is inside. Mm-hmm. That matters. Thank too. goodness. Um, <laughs> right. Eleven and one Toledo, a seven and a half point favorite over the Red Hawks of Miami. Ohio. Eleven and a half. No, seven and a half. Seven and a half. They're eleven and one. Okay. Hmm. Toledo is a seven and a half point favorite over Miami of Ohio. What's Miami's record? Ten and two. I think they've played. I'm going to go uh, Toledo. Yeah. Toledo won this one at Miami of Ohio 21-17 earlier in the year. Oh, defensive. That was, was a four-point game. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting uh, at Toledo. But it was, no, it was at Miami. At Miami. So that might make a difference. And, of course, being inside is going to make some sort of a difference. In, yeah. So. I'm taking Miami to cover. I think Toledo wins. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Rockets here. You're going with the Rockets? I'm going Rockets. That's All a cool right. uh, football name. It Rockets. is. It is. The Rockets are, are, are always cool. <laughs> All right. Before we get to the big boys, it's 2 o'clock on Fox. The Mountain West Conference, who announced today that they have a scheduling alliance with the two-pack. Washington State and Oregon State will play seven games against... Uh, Mountain no. West opponents. I keep wanting to say whack. Against Mountain <laughs> no. West opponents uh, next year, six of them will be newly scheduled games. Each of them already had one opponent on the schedule. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> convenient. <laughs> right. So, okay. so that worked out. But they'll play seven games against uh, the, the Mountain West next year. Will Oregon State and Washington State. That's a, that's a good plan for them. Hopefully they get those those two years to, to build back up and, and, and kind of find a way to build the, the Pac-12 back. So it should be interesting. Until then, the running Rebels of Nevada, Las Vegas. This one also in Allegiant Stadium, by the way. Okay. Home of said Rebels. They take on the Boise State Broncos, 7-5 and five on the year. Busy State, however, is the two and one half point favorite in the game. Do they interim now, Boise State? Didn't they just get rid of their coach? No. Yes. Did they? Yes. Well, that's right. They did. Mm-hmm. Kind of got lost in the mix, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It did kind of get lost in the mix. These two teams have not played this year. Did they not? They did not. What's the line? Two, two and, and a half, half. Boise. Hmm. I'm going to go with Boise uh, just because, I don't know, for some reason I have a, I have a weird theory about interims uh, if they have one. I think they play harder for the remainder of the year for an interim than they would for a... Coach O would probably agree. Yeah. I'm going to go Rebels here. Give me the fine Barry Odoms. It's basically a pick em. I'm going with UNLV as well. Um... Uh, he's done a fantastic job. They've done, had a fantastic year, and he may be gone after this. I mean, with so many openings, he may have 
you know, reformed his Missouri stay. Very and possible. it might be time to bounce. Very possible. So, UNLV, Boise, tomorrow at 2 on Fox. We'll take a break. When we come back, the remaining five games on the championship game schedule from Chattanooga. Main Street Sports Today is presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Back in a moment. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Custom Stone Handler supplies over 600 distributors and suppliers with quality stone products. Along with River Stone, we produce and distribute over 100 building, landscape, and other bulk products. Our goal is to provide quality products, service, and partnerships to ensure our customers' success. We firmly believe that the measure of any person or company is how they treat other people and customers. Give them a call at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. With Lee Company Technology, the best handymen are hands-off. Lee Company Techs have been using visual findings and other smart technology tools for years to add transparency and virtually take customers along. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on a roof. With Lee Company, technology helps us help you, no matter what's happening in the world or at your house. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the Pig. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service and our ortho quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. He shoots and he scores!
Welcome back in Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Final segment of the week. We've made it, friends. <laughs> a little chilly, but we made we, it. We made right. through this one, yeah. Yeah, we're getting We've made it to the final segment. Hopefully, we'll make it to the 4 o'clock, top of the, top of the hour. All right, let's go. It's Georgia-Alabama in the SEC championship game at 3 o'clock on CBS, the final SEC on CBS game. End of an era. E-R-A. Some would say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some might say a different, a different last word. Some, some may want to hit spell check on that one, huh? Yeah. Georgia, five and a half points in what we have. They are currently seven and a half point favorites. But five and a half is what we'll pick. Georgia, the favorite. Interesting. Mine going up is interesting. Um, we Isn't got Mo. We got Mo. What have I got? Yeah. I'm going with the dogs. <laughs> with the dogs. I think I'm gonna go. They've family. done just enough to win all year. That's true. And I think if if I think if they win, they're not gonna win by a field goal. Well, that's. You're right, probably. Yeah. yeah. But they're not gonna win. Give me I the agree. tide. I'm I'm going tide money. Y'all line. both going Alabama. Captain Chaos. <laughs> well, that's what it'll be. Strikes again. That's what I'm hoping for. Three. Because here's the thing. Nick Saban says it would be disrespectful for the SEC to not get into the playoff. And Georgia needs to win. That would be a pretty good statement. If Alabama wins the game, they're in the playoff. I don't care what ha- what else happens, Alabama will be in the playoff. 3 o'clock on ABC. SMU, Tulane, Green Wave, two-and-a-half-point favorites here. Where is that? Uh, that's a great question. Let me take it here. Oh, it's at Yulman. I love SMU's logo. Oh. And Tulane is what? Yeah, two and a half point favorites at home. I love Tulane's colors. Yeah, they are cool colors. Green Wave is also a cool name. So. Which makes me want to pick them, and I will. <laughs> you go with the Green Wave? I'm going to go Green Wave right. at the Cribbo. I also will go with the Green Wave. Liberty's going to the New Year's Six. Mustangs win outright. <laughs> Three o'clock on Espen. It's the Sun Belt or the Fun Belt down at Movie Gallery Stadium. I mean, Memorial Stadium. Sorry. At Troy? At Troy goes of Appalachian State. App State at Troy. For the top spot. Who's the favorite? Uh, Troy, six and a half points at home. Ten and two Troy, eight and four App State. Six and a half. Six and a half is the line. In my mind, App State's always disrupted things. I think they're going to do that again this week. Give me, give me App State. Didn't they? They, they beat. They they beat JMU a couple uh-huh. weeks ago. They they are a disruptive force, and as much as I hate to say it. I agree with Justin. I, I think App State is in a disruptive, chaotic mood. Right. Anybody who can whoop Troy, I'm on their team. Go Nears. Yeah. <laughs> Seven o'clock on Bucks. It's the Big Ten Championship. The line 
22 and a half points in favor of Michigan. For a championship game. 22 and a half <laughs> points in favor of the Wolverines That's so over Iowa. Can Michigan score 23 points in this game? Well, that's all they'd have to do to cover, probably. Yeah. There's Joe Williams. <laughs> Always fun. Minus 22 and a half. This is at Indy, right? It is an Indy, yes. Didn't Harbaugh say it would be like an embarrassment or something if Iowa got into the playoff or something like that? Wouldn't it? I was not getting in the playoff regardless. Right, but, right. But, uh, yeah. Listen, I, uh, no way Michigan wins this game by, 22 and a half, by 23 points. I'd, I'd tend to agree with that. You know, I mean, again, Iowa may not score. Which means Michigan would have to score 23 at least. Can Michigan not score 23? Against Iowa? I don't think so. Linebacker you. You're probably right. Uh, Penn State beat them 31-7. Penn State beat Iowa 23-7? That helps you. That's a cover. Yeah, that is a cover. 31 seconds to I'm torn. I'm going with Michigan. Uh, okay. Y'all have both got Iowa? I'm going to go Iowa, yep. Okay. All, All right. right. Final game, 7 o'clock, ABC, Florida State, minus 3.5 against the Cardinals of Louisville, coming off a loss to mid-Kentucky. Give me the Knowles. What's the number again? 3.5. Oh, yeah. Knowles for sure. You? Here's the rub. Mm-hmm. Tate Rodemaker is a game time decision. With oh, what's wrong with him? The concussion from last week. Sugar. <laughs> so, mm. Mm. if he doesn't play, I think Louisville wins the game. Might. But Florida State's uh, their running back is just so good. I Trey gotta, Benson. I gotta go Trey Benson. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna say Florida State, and just because it's gonna. Keep chaos in the mix. <laughs> it, it absolutely is. If they win and if Texas wins and if Alabama wins, and yeah, it's it's Sunday should be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, Wait, who'd you get, Mo? Oh, I got Florida State. I'm sorry. All right. Trey Benson may carry it 35 times. <laughs> there you go. Team on his back door. Yep. The over-under in Georgia-Alabama is 55.5 points. 55.5. Give me the under. Under for sure. Give me the over. You think it'll be a this slinging? Is, I think it's just going to be one of those games. 55 yeah. and a half. Break out the deep routes. I'm taking the under. You're taking the over. Justin, you got the under? I'm going to go under for sure. I think it's going to be gritty. I mean, there you go. Ooh. Yeah. That 27-24 is under. Uh-oh. For instance. <laughs> there you go. So, thanks to the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, thanks to Fast Stop Markets, and thanks to you for joining us here at the Blue Cross Bowl Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Back on Monday with the Mirror. See you then. 